0: This is part of the beauty of what we get to do, you know? It gets to, yes, be about our business, but about so much more. It's just allowing myself to receive. Bringing in that energy into your own life, but then also into your business and calling in new levels of wealth in a different way has been through being in my feminine more and
1: and receiving more. Are you ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment? If you are, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Today I am joined by an absolutely gorgeous soul that has recently come into my life who I am privileged to call now a friend and one of my co-hosts for our amazing powerful event in Los Angeles on April 9th. So if you are listening to this before then, then go check out all of the details for that and come join us in person. But it's Alexandria Maria who is joining me today. And she has such a beautiful journey um, towards the incredible, abundant business that she has created, that she's going to share with you today. And she really just, you can tell, leads from her heart and from her soul. And I think that's why I resonate with her so, so much. And just to fill you in a little bit on who Alexandria is, just in case you haven't followed her before, Alexandria helps support soulful, ambitious women in building aligned businesses. And she really combines both the manifestation aspect with the strategy to support them in creating quantum leaps. And I'm sure if you follow me or have listened to any other episodes on this podcast, then you know that that is right up my alley and exactly what I'm here for as well. I think that's why we connect so much over this. She's had a really interesting journey that I'm going to let you hear about here directly on the podcast, but she now lives in Miami with her husband, Jake, and her two dogs bagel and cocoa. And she's taken some amazing leaps in order to create that manifestation that you'll hear about today. So let's just dive into this beautiful conversation. Well, I am honored to have an absolutely beautiful soul on the podcast today, Alexandria Maria. We were just discussing her full name, which we're not going to use because I am going to totally mess up, (laughs) but I'm sure most of you know her anyway as Alexandria Maria. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. <laughs> Thank you
0: so much for having me. And honestly, like, I was so thrilled to get this invitation. So I'm super, super grateful to be here. And uh, yeah, no, no second names needed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're on first name basis today, babe. First name basis. <laughs> first name <laughs> basis. <laughs> Well, we're gonna to be totally transparent. We were just talking before we um pressed record about how both of us are having one of those days where we're honestly just quite pooped and we're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I then felt a bit guilty because I was like, you're actually
0: growing a human. I don't know what my excuse is, but I'm slightly brain dead today. It's Friday. It's Friday, guys. So maybe that's it. It's
1: Friday. And you know what? We've You've been having such an amazing epic last month, really. So just to fill them in, when did, we met at a friend's barbecue, um, it was actually Super Bowl. Of course, it was Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And your friends were some of my close friends who are in the mastermind with you, And I honestly loved your energy. I walked away from that event. I said to my husband, I really loved that woman's energy and really just vibed with you and connected with you. And then it was what, maybe two weeks later that all of us decided to throw an event together. So (laughs) it was perfect alignment. So you are also one of the co-hosts for the event that we're hosting on April 9th in LA, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited
0: about this, and it was the same with you, babe. It was like almost instantly as well. I was like, I like her, I like her, and like <laughs> I think you sometimes just get that click. It's like you're on the same vibration or something, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, we're gonna get on. Yeah. But yeah, it was, we had a whirlwind romance, babe, didn't we? You know, two (laughs) weeks later collaborating on stage, but yeah, I'm so, so excited. And I think, I think what's really beautiful as well about coming together in this way is how much it speaks to like female friendship. And I know in the journey, that was something I was really nervous about. You know, I, I was in corporate previously. So you're in an office and you've got like, work friends that become friends. And you don't necessarily automatically get that when you're running your own business. So I love the way we've all just come together, like really supported each other and created an epic event to then support more women. It's almost like creating this amazing ripple effect outwards.
1: Yeah. And I think finding those connections in your life and in business is so important as an entrepreneur. And maybe i'm wrong in thinking that there's sometimes a misconception that that industry or this this world can be quite competitive but i have to say like i don't find that at all like that's not the energy that i certainly attract or put out and i just think i think i've actually found deeper friendships with women through the entrepreneurial space because they get me and they understand what i'm doing and i just think having that and having those women even if it's just online virtually who get you and who champion you is so important on that journey.
0: Yeah. 100 million percent. And I'm the same as you, babe. I've never found it as a, as a competitive space. Mm -hmm. I found it as like you say, actually deeper connections. Cause I think people, they want to go beyond the surface level. You know, they want to know what lights you up, you know, what's your big vision, what's your dreams, what your goals. And there's no sense of, um, rejection of those as well. I think, it can almost be too much for people to hold sometimes, but everyone who's kind of in this world is is here for it. You know, they're here for those big visions, the big goals, and they want to support you and they want to cheer you on with that.
1: Yeah. How did you start finding those people in your own life when you started your business? I know we'll talk about that, that transition that you went through, but how have you cultivated those friendships organically?
0: So... When I, so I had a product based business prior to going into the coaching industry. And with both businesses, I've been really lucky to create amazing soul connections, but also people who are in the same industry, which has, you know, all kinds of benefits as well, because something goes wrong and you're like, babe, what do I do about this? Or something's going right. And you're like, amazing. How can we celebrate this together? But honestly, it was through events. So I started both businesses pre COVID. And uh, I would go on Eventbrite, and I would literally—and I, I feel like this answer is like sounds contrived. This is genuinely how I made friends. Like I would go on Eventbrite, and I would find events in my area, and I go to as many of them as possible. And some of them were absolute duds. I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes I went away from the evening being like, I wish I just stayed home and watched Netflix. But other times I'd build conversations and build friendships. And from that space, those friendships just got deeper and deeper. And then that would kind of have this ripple effect. I even took it a step further. I remember um, it was pre-pandemic. It was a January time. I was just starting my coaching business. I think it was about four months in and I posted in the Boss Babe group and I was like, hey... Anyone in London, let's meet up. It's going to be this date, this place. Let me know if you want to come. And I thought maybe like a couple of women would come it was like 20 of us, you know, 20 women showed up, which was epic from this random post. And we all created friendships and connections. So I think now that the, the pandemics kind of, well, things are starting to, to get back to normal in the sense that we're, we're having in-person connection again. It's such a beautiful opportunity to create those, those friendships and those connections that then ripple out to have all kinds of impact in your life and your business.
1: Absolutely. It literally sounds like we discussed how we were going to answer that (laughs) before. (laughs) And I swear we have not. Like that is legit, ladies. (laughs) Honestly, I was
0: like, I was hating myself answering it. I was like, no, this sounds like we've like done this on purpose, but no, that is, that is genuinely what I did. And my husband will vouch for me because I would, I'd I'd be quite nervous beforehand as well. You know, you go through these things and you don't know anyone. It can be quite nerve wracking. And I'd either come back in one of two ways, absolutely over the moon, elated, because I'd made my new like bestie and was having the best time ever, or or just being like, oh, that one wasn't a good one, on to the next one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, good for you for putting yourself out there, because I know that feeling too. I know you're a a human design. Like, how do I know this already? You're a human design projector. And I think isn't it is it harder for you to be extroverted because of that? I don't know, you know,
0: like I definitely, as a projector, we have like limited energy. Mm. So we're meant to work four hours a day. Oh, <laughs> I'm really? <working> on it. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. So we're like in our most power when we like, we're kind of like the seers. So we oversee things and then, and then we're not meant to actually like put loads and loads of ongoing energy in. If someone's a human design expert and listening to this and be like, she's not exactly right. I do apologize. Here's my, here's my brief version. Um, but I do notice my energy is super limited. And, and something that I've really focused on more and more in my business and my life actually is where I spend that energy and who I spend that energy with. Because wow. I have noticed that actually I got convinced I was, an, I was becoming more of an introvert. And what I'm starting to realize is, yes, I need time by myself to recharge. There's actually some projectors who can't sleep in a bed with another person. So that's really interesting. It's oh, like wow. really needing that yeah, really needing their own energy. But equally, if I'm with the right people and I find it energizing, that actually that can be a really positive thing. So I think it's yeah. probably just the journey that a lot of us go on of deciphering where
1: where we want to to place our energy and focus. But what are you in human design? I'm actually a generator, which totally makes sense when it comes to my business because of the way that I operate and like how motivated and, and passionate I get about my projects and the sense that I kind of love leading and like being the CEO of my business and the ideas will like, I'll run the ideas and I'll go all in on them. And then my ideas will shift. So like maybe my programs container is going to shift or I need something new to like excite me and bring out that new inspiration. But I'm also like an introvert extrovert or I love, it depends on the groups that I'm in like surrounding myself with you ladies, like I could go for dinner with all of you and I will probably walk away feeling super energized. Maggie and I go out for dinner all the time when she's in LA, I feel amazing. I could go see her tired and I'd be absolutely fine. But there are certain energies that definitely like, like going to certain places or like the fact that you're describing you'd go into a room by yourself on Eventbrite that you'd found, like that would definitely bring up nerves for me. It would be a push for me. But whenever I have done it, I have to say I've always made at least one amazing connection in the room, either friendship or I've actually signed clients and I might not have signed them like right there in the room and it wasn't something I was promoting. It was that we connected and then months later, like they're in my programs or they're in my mastermind because there's a yeah. genuine, authentic connection there. So it is a win-win going to events, ladies. <laughs> Yeah, I love that.
0: That's so true. You know, actually, when I think back on it, so many of the people that have come to our friends very organically, you know, through yeah. those. And I think that was a really good, um, kind of test that you gave then, like, could I see them tired? Like, you know, we we speak about how brain dead we are today, but a friend said, do you want to go for dinner tonight? And I was like, yeah, I do want to go for dinner. I'm a bit brain dead, but I'm going to feel energized. I'm going to feel good after that. that. Um, And I think, yeah, I think that's the amazing thing about us all coming together as well. Like the energy that we're going to create, I think it's going to be really empowering, really energizing, really Mm. motivating as well. And I think that's really important as well, because I think so often we talk about next levels, you know, next levels in life, next levels in business, but to Actually, be in that energy and embodying that energy creates such a, a rapid shift in terms of your results rather than just kind of sitting there and, and thinking about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you know, like with the five of us together, we're gonna bring some really high-vibe energy. So just by you doing something that's out of your comfort zone or you driving to come see us in the event or traveling, like we women flying in. It's not that you're just stepping out of your comfort zone. It's that actually you're stepping into a new zone of energy. Like you're stepping into a new frequency. And then by stepping into that frequency and being in this room with us the whole day with women who also have a high vibe frequency and are supporting you and coming together for collaboration, you can't help but feed off of that abundant energy. So it's just a powerful vortex to be placing yourself in. (laughs) I know I'm selling this and pitching this so much, but I literally mean
0: that from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) I think what's so funny about the both of us is like, I, uh, well, I'm making an assumption here, so let me know if I'm off, but like, I think this is genuine enthusiasm rather than any kind of, you know, we've not planned this conversation. We're so brain dead. I think it's genuine enthusiasm. And, and I think it, it's kind of that difficult mix, isn't it? Because people so often ask, like, what are the things that help you leap? Are, how are the places that you make friends? But I think this is the whole reason why we've created an event like this, you know, our genuine heart led desire is to help women in that room reach their next level, really embody it, create epic connections, potentially, you know, sign their clients, whatever it may be. And to just have a really amazing time doing it as well. Yeah. And, you know, it gets to be fun. It gets to feel good. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to sitting on all your ladies sessions as well. So, you know, yeah, you know, it's, it's a genuine feeling that I'm like, I can't wait for the up levels that we're all going to experience sat in that room together.
1: That's so true. I didn't even think about that. Like that's a good sign when the other co-hosts are literally ready to take notes. <laughs> Listening um, to the other yeah. ladies speaking, like you know, it's gonna be epic if that's the case.
0: <laughs> I'm buzzing. I'm like, give me the money codes, babe. I'm ready for like a <gasps> yeah. whole new level. Like, let's go. Let's go. Love it. Love it.
1: ladies. I'm just interrupting this beautiful conversation with Alexandria for just a moment to share with you that I currently have a couple of spots available inside of my Elite Money Mastermind. And this is for the woman who is really ready to start taking bigger and bolder action in her business using a step-by-step plan in which she feels completely supported. this is for the woman who is ready to create consistent income within her business and have a waitlist of dreamy clients ready to work with her. And the reason that I believe the way that we structure the Elite Money Mastermind is so powerful is because we merge both the strategy in taking that action and building those foundations within your business when it comes to automation and the client attraction journey, but we also completely bring to the table so much beautiful healing mindset work. Whether it's the subconscious healing money mindset work that you'll do with me on a personal level, or whether it's with one of our incredible support coaches that is an expert supporting you in clearing out limiting beliefs and stagnant energies that you're stepping into your life and business from the most abundant place. There is so much value within this mastermind. Not only do you receive one-to-one access to me. You also have two incredibly high value support coaches and weekly sessions within the group. So if this is speaking to you, then now is absolutely the time to jump on this because the way that I structure the mastermind is probably going to be shifting in the near future. So just go and click on the link below in the show notes And you'll see that there's a little application form that you can fill in as openly and honestly as you can. And I will open up my calendar to speak to the women that really feel aligned in joining us in this very intimate and powerful collective. So if that is on your heart and you're ready to make 2022 a really freaking abundant and magical year for you, then let's chat about making that happen. to like deep dive more into your story and your journey like i know you've touched on it a little bit but i know that you transitioned out of the corporate world so i see you now as this woman who's so in her body in her flow in her essence leading these amazing retreats in tulum like this is where i've met you at What would that have been like a few years ago? And what has that journey been like for you?
0: Oh, well, (laughs) um, I would have been in a suit and heels, but not like like, not even picture it. Not even like (laughs) not like cool like boss babe vibes. More just like I only wear black. Wow. Yeah, I I was in a completely different place. I, it's a very typical story, I think. To be honest, I think a lot of women can resonate with it, where I had one definition of what success looked like. Mm -hmm. And that was having a good job at a good company, earning a good paycheck, and then just kind of climbing the corporate ladder. The big problem with that is that I never liked working in offices and I was Mm -hmm. never actually passionate about what I was doing. And I kind of joke, but it's true. I thought that I would grow up, I would would become an adult and I'd start enjoying these things. Mm -hmm. I just thought I was a bit immature, you know, still just living my best life, living to travel and go out and do all these things. I think what I was actually doing was pushing down those parts of me that were saying, it's not this, this is not what you're meant to be doing. You're meant to be doing something different. You're meant to actually feel purpose from what you're doing. You're meant to actually feel connected to what you're doing. This isn't the only way to create a life that lights you up and actually there's a whole new level of being lit up that you haven't even accessed yet. Mm. So the way that played out for me was I just suffered with depression on and off. I suffered with anxiety pretty much continuously. And I was just constantly trying to push down these parts of myself until one day I'd actually gone home to see my parents and I'd had, um, I'd had a relaxing weekend. And I, and I add that because I think letting myself drop, letting myself actually come into my body for once was the reason that, I got on the train Sunday night and I couldn't stop crying. Mm. It was like, it was, it was almost as if I'd been packing everything in and then the cracks started to appear and it just ripped apart and the dam had broken. And I just cried and I cried and I cried. And I thought, do you know what? I've got Sunday scaries. Monday I'll pull myself together. I'll get into work. It will be fine. Monday I'm crying. Mm. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, babes. We'll throw a sickie. Never done this before, but we'll throw a sickie. Tuesday is the day that we will we'll get this show back on the road. And Tuesday came, and I was even worse. I just could not. There was no part of me that could physically put that suit on, put on that pair of heels, march into work, and pretend that I was okay. It had just, it all just crumbled very, very suddenly around me. And now, obviously, looking back with the the awareness that I have, I could see all the warning signs. But at the time. I was partying a lot, I was drinking a lot, I was going out a lot, I was socializing a lot, I was living my, you know, kind of best London life. But as a result, I was numbing out constantly, I wasn't even allowing myself to, to drop in and, and see what was going on. And honestly, that was the big pivotal moment. That was the moment that I kind of burnt everything to the ground that I created and said, okay, we got to start again, we got to rebuild this from scratch and see what happens.
1: Wow. Yeah. The breakdown to breakthrough. That's so powerful. And I can resonate with that in moments of my journey and story as well. It's like, you've got the little telltale signs, but sometimes actually, and even though it feels so bad at the time, like you sometimes have to have such a big wake up call for you to actually take action in like a really big way, or else you just take little tiny steps and it's not enough. Honestly, that was one of the best moments of my life and it felt like the worst.
0: Yeah. But I look back with so much gratitude. I could literally cry now with gratitude because like you said, I I had to reach that low for me to radically shift everything. Otherwise, I would have just kept going and kept going and chipped away bit by bit by bit. You know, I got this huge wake-up call and I'm I'm so grateful for that because everything beyond that point changed. Mmm.
1: So what changed? So you're there and you're like, okay, well one thing I know for sure is I can't do what I've been doing before. Were you aware already of owning your own business or what that entrepreneurial side looked like or were you just looking for answers? Were you asking the universe at that point to show up for you? Both. <laughs> so mm. I think I'd always had this this streak in me where
0: I'd made kind of like outlandish outrageous statements about like, "Oh, I want to do this in my life. I want to do this and" I kind of, I think I had that there, but I almost joked about it as a protection. I was like, oh yeah, I want to do that, but not really, you know, kind of shying away from it. So I definitely had an interest there. And then on the flip side, I remember actually, so I was signed off work and then I went back in for a brief period before I I left that job. And I just remember I was walking into the office one day, just saying like, universe, please catch me. Cause like, I am taking this leap of faith and I do not know what this is going to look like. But for me, the only thing scarier than continuing on this path of the unknown was continuing with what I did know. Yeah. And I think I had to reach that tipping point to go into the unknown. So I started to explore and again, I was on Eventbrite at events, I kid you not. And I thought, right, I'm going to explore what different careers could look like initially. And I went to um, an event, which was how to run your own food business. And I I didn't want to run my own food business. I thought, you know what? I'll go. I'll network. Maybe I'll snag a job. So that was actually my intention going in. But As I was listening, I've got no other way of describing it other than this idea was dropped in that I could create this health food product. So with nothing else to kind of cling to at this point, I just clung to this idea and I was like, right, all in. Um, so I started making it in my kitchen and within 18 months we were stocked in whole foods, a cardo, yes Yeah, what? it was a whole, yeah. I do. You know, I would love a, a neat A to B and that I was like, you know, went from this into coaching. Yeah. But I, I had my squiggle in between, which was my, my health food business. So that was kind of my first, I guess move into business and running my own business and, and what that could be like. And the biggest thing that I got from it, honestly, was just like anything is possible. Yeah. Any, I didn't have a clue what I was doing to begin with. And to take it from there to that and in such a short period of time was just like, oh my God, I, like, what they're saying is true. You can literally do
1: anything you put your mind to. And when you realize that, is that what then motivated or inspired you to, to go into coaching or to step into that field? Yeah. So in the background, I was doing a coaching qualification that was half health coaching, half life
0: coaching, because mm. I, I knew I wanted to help people with um, a different kind of life that they could live. And I knew the benefits of that. Um, but I wasn't sure where I wanted to go into. And, and really, honestly, like running that business and running it really powerfully, but also not in the best ways, not in the ways that always supported me as the human mm. made me really realize that actually it's more the coaching that I wanted to move into and mm. to support people in this. And initially I was really supporting people in manifestation and in transformation, um, having been through this huge life transformation myself. But then as I was doing that, women just kept coming to me saying, oh, can you coach me on my business? You used to run this business. Please can you help me with this? And, um, as a projector, we love an invite, so yeah. I was like, "Sure, you, know, I've been doing this for free already if whenever a female founder reached out to me and said, "Can we have a coffee? I'm trying to set this up?" I was always that person who was saying, "Yep, yeah, of course, I'd love to help you." You know, I had a master's in business already, so I was like, "Okay, let's do this." Um, so everything just kind of evolved from that place, really, and, and became what it's become.
1: But that's the perfect journey. Like you say, it's not A to B, but that to me sounds like it was... Like it was a divine journey. Like it was meant for you. It was, gu- you were guided towards that rather than trying to force yourself into a niche because that's the niche you think you should be in. Instead, it was an invitation to you from the universe. Like that's the way I look at it. <laughs> yeah,
0: and do you know what? I think there's a really important thing to be said as well for doing things when the time's right for you. Yeah. I wasn't ready to be a coach when I first had just come out of my breakdown. Yeah. I <laughs> You know, I wasn't mentally in a place to do that. So I actually needed to go on this whole other journey, and actually, you know, I do love the business coaching. I do love helping women create epic businesses. Having set up my own business beforehand, that was the experience I needed, you know. So, yeah, I think you're right. You know, there there is a flow to it. I think it's just sometimes we expect it to go from A to B directly, and actually, sometimes we go here, there, everywhere, Mm -hmm. do this kind of like wiggly path before we get to that B point.
1: And that's okay. Like it's yeah. okay to be on that journey. Like whoever's listening, who thinks I don't know if I'm like at my point B yet. And that's okay. Like yeah. I started because that was my, my passion. Just like you were like, this is what's calling me right now. The health coaching like or the health food. Like I started with body positivity because that was my mission. Like that was what I wrote my book on. Like that was where my focus was. And it wasn't until I went deeper into my journey and I did my money mindset healing. And then I just started to talk about it here and there. Like clients started to want more of it. They were eating it up the more that I did it. And then I started talking about my socials. And the next thing I know, I was like starting to be known as the person who could support women with money mindset. And that was. my calling at the time, but how the hell could I have been a money mindset coach (laughs) at the very beginning when I didn't have my own positive money mindset? Like I had to go and be on that journey to be where I am. And so you're going to gain so much knowledge and so much awareness and depth to who you are and what your calling and purpose is while you're on that journey. And it's okay to follow those nudges and that intuitive feeling. A million percent. I love that example, babes, again, because, you know, I think these are the real
0: examples. These are the human examples. And we often teach the things that we needed the most at some Mm. point in our own life or our own journey. And I think alongside that, not being afraid to keep evolving, you know, so many of us move into these areas because we are, we value growth and we value kind of always diving deeper into this work. And, you know, I can see that even now I can give an example in motion so much more now I'm diving more into feminine energy and mm. energetics and this side of things so not only am I now embodying that but I'm like starting to teach it with some of my high level clients and things like this so I'm allowing still that evolution and that journey to keep going because I think I think we're all different but I know for me personally if you said okay this is your niche this is what you're teaching this is what you need to stick to for life it wouldn't fit because I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly going into my own work to a deeper level. The deeper I go, the more I can support women to that deeper level as
1: well. You know, I think it's important to allow that, allow that space. Absolutely. And I'm on that journey as well of like, what does the divine feminine flow feel like? And I'm not ready to be a full on like coach in that specific area, but I can feel it seeping into who I am and then seeping into the work that I do. And I think that's also part of, to get really big and woo woo right now. I think that that's like part of the collective rising right now for us as women. I think for those of us that have been on this journey, for those of us that want to show up with that powerful why, who are listening to the nudges from the universe, like, this is our next phase for us as women is now stepping into the divine feminine. And I'm so passionate about how we merge that in business and how that evolves with our relationship with money and money actually being a feminine energy in itself, because for so long, we've been persuaded to believe it's a masculine energy and actually when you think about the energy of giving and receiving, it's a feminine energy. Mm. So I would love, I'm really curious, like we're going down a rabbit hole here, but like, I'd be curious just to see what your thoughts are on that and and how you have evolved in your own journey with that in your business as well.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you hit the nail on the head for me about (laughs) one of the most interesting areas, which is, you know, we're building these businesses and we're building wealth, but then in order to receive that we need to be able to receive and some of the masculine energy might come in with that building but then to receive we need to be in the feminine so it's really noticing those parts of yourselves and allowing yourself to receive and i know a huge part of the the journey and the process that i've been on was i was very resistant to receiving I would bat off compliments. I, if a friend offered me help or offered me something, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll get it. I'll do this. I was always that person. So even just extending beyond money, beyond business. And I think this is part of the beauty of what we get to do. You know, it gets to yes, be about our business, but about so much more is just allowing myself to receive. So now when my husband Jake comes in my room and says, do you want a coffee? I say, yes, please, rather than, no, 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 don't worry, I'm going to go make one anyway, I'll go do that. So I think bringing in that energy into your own life, but then also into your business. And again, this is where I want to always pass it back to you, because for me, a big realization is calling in new levels of wealth in a different way has been through being in my feminine more and and receiving more. And for example, this month just gone, we were due to do a launch I didn't feel like doing a launch. I've just been into Tulum hosting a retreat. I was away on retreat for a week. There's been a lot going on. So I listened and I was like, you know, my body's saying, no, it's not time to launch. I lent into trust. Well, we did a hundred K sales months with no launch. So it's that kind of realizing, oh, I can receive in a different way. Now I still mm-hmm. love launching. I'm not saying it's about the launches. It's just that, yeah. that trust as well. I think that's that real feminine energy of
1: trust. Yeah, I love that. And I I wanted to talk about that too, because I read that post, I think, that you shared today about that. And I'm just curious because I I think that is the dance between the masculine and the feminine. And I think we do need both energies, but what did it feel like for you to listen to your body in that moment? Was that a process? Was it like, nope, that's it, I'm not doing the launch? Or were there thoughts and feelings or beliefs that you had to maybe even move through to allow yourself to surrender to the feminine in that decision?
0: Yeah. I mean, again, it comes back to this idea that, you know, nothing's ever just black and white, is it? You know, it's never just a a simple, oh, I'm not launching. There's there's always a journey and a process. And I think it speaks to a a deeper journey of trust that I've been on in the last year and Mm. a half, where I've, I've really been cultivating that relationship of trust and trusting the universe trusting myself leaning into that those decisions this felt like a big one honestly to to honestly say actually no we're not going to do this I know we plan to it did feel big but I've got so much more used to listening and it's like a muscle that you build you know I'm sure you've with mindset work I often say your old belief is like this other muscle that you've been building and this new belief is now the new muscles that you've got to build been building this trust muscle so much that actually, yes, there was a couple of back and forths of like, is this really stupid? Should I be doing this? Am I letting people down? Like I really, yeah. I love serving people through my free challenges. But the biggest giveaway for me was when I said no, my whole body was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this feels so good. This feels so spacious. This feels mm-hmm. oh, think about how creative we can get, and my team members can have more space as well, and we can work on these projects. We be, oh, this feels great. And yeah. that that was so delicious and so juicy. It was almost like once I tasted that relief of like, no, I'm not going to do this. I was like, I can't, I can't go back. I can't, yeah. I can't
1: change my mind now. Your body does not lie to you, and like, I love that you listened in that way. And also, I think, you know, you, you were talking about, am I letting people down? And I I completely understand that feeling, but I have to remind myself, like, we're also here to lead and be the representation of, you know, what is possible. And we're not here to show somebody when you're feeling exhausted or overwhelmed that you have to push through that. That's not what we're here for. That's the whole purpose of why we're doing what we're doing. So, I know you're not letting people down. In fact, you could say the opposite is is true because you're giving someone else permission out there to also listen to their body and to listen to what their heart is telling them. Yeah.
0: I'm so with you, babes. And I, I really do think we have to take responsibility as well for building this new paradigm. And if we keep perpetuating the same patterns, you know, we're not really stepping into that. And you're right. I think every time we make these decisions, we give a permission slip to someone else or show them what's possible. And I really noticed this before, actually, it was um, at Christmas time. I took a a week holiday in my business where normally I'm in my Facebook groups every day. I'm in my Voxer. And I was like, guys, I'm not going to respond to anything for a week. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not contactable. And the most interesting thing was, I mean, my clients are awesome. So I knew that wouldn't have an issue with that. But the most awesome thing was that so many of them then said, oh, Alex, I want to do this in my business. Why haven't I been doing this already? Like, oh my God, do you mean we can actually take a week off and not respond to boxes and Facebooks? And I was like, yes. yes, yes, you're a human. You need time and space yeah. and recuperation and, and just to be a human. But also, even if you are dedicated to the, the energy of service, which I 100% am, I'm going to serve people 100% better when Mm -hmm. I'm rested and I'm feeling good. So I think you're so right. You know, we're not here to to be totally overwhelmed and exhausted and keep pushing through. And yeah, maybe there are times where actually, you know, there's a long week and things need doing and no one else is going to do it part of running a business but I think where we can really starting to to rebuild these patterns in a new way it's powerful not just for us as individuals but for the
1: collective mm-hmm. yeah babe I'm gonna challenge <laughs> you to take two weeks next time I take <laughs> two weeks I'm like bye it's Christmas like I don't expect to hear from you don't expect to hear from me <laughs> I love
0: that Do you know, yeah I have actually done that I've gone through this year already and I'm like these are my holiday weeks I'm gonna yeah. I'm not yeah. being contactable and it's, it's
1: awesome. It's amazing because, you know, it's integration time as well, if nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. Like even my assistant puts in her in my in my calendar when she's on vacation. I'm like, good for you. Like, I get it. Like It's totally fine. Yeah. You know? Like we have to be able to do that. I, I'm
0: so funny with my sister. I'm like, literally like, please take holiday. I'm like, take a <laughs> holiday. And then if she's away and she like emails me, I'm like, get off your email. Like, get off. Like, I want you to take holiday. I want you yeah. rested. I want you happy. I want you,
1: you know, having time and energy for the other areas of your life, you know? Yeah, totally. I just want to circle back quickly to something that you mentioned about receiving because you... Mm-hmm really highlighted something there that I'm passionate about. You reminded me that I'm passionate about talking about that is that so many of us are showing up in our businesses and this comes back to the feminine energy where we're wanting to receive something. So maybe it's receiving more clients and receiving more money and receiving your big income goals. But then the question that I pose is, well, how good of a receiver are you? Because it's so important that if you're expecting money to show up for you to receive it, or clients show up for you to receive it, that you're you're able to actually receive outside of your business. Because it's not a like you can't like what is it compartmentalize like oh like in this box I'll receive. Please set please send this this way, but I'm not gonna receive cups of tea from my partner or love and compliments or flowers when somebody just wants to celebrate me or, and you feel uncomfortable around that, or somebody wants to take care of you or whatever it might be in the smallest sense. You have to be open to receiving all of it in order to step into that abundance. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent. I love that you're passionate about that because I think, and and this is what I love about what you do, you know, as well, I think money is a portal to access so many other areas of your life and your healing. And you just highlighted such a clear example, you know, you can't compartmentalize and say, well, I want to receive here, but not here, here, and here. Mm -hmm. And I also think it speaks so much about getting into the energy of receiving as well and how good that can feel as well. You know, allowing yourself to feel good. Our feminine loves it when we get to receive, and we get to lay back, and we get to lean out a little bit and I think really just getting into that energy that can also be very magnetic in itself because you're in that energy of receiving and then it's like oh okay I'm gonna I'm gonna gift her a few more things I'm gonna send a few more things over here and that's when these these miracles so-called miracles start to occur
1: yeah exactly because I always personify money and I'm like if you keep telling it that it's not enough, or you keep telling it that it needs to be this way in order for you to receive it, then it's not going to have much fun in your presence. Whereas if you're like, oh, I'm really grateful for this act that I've just received, or for this thing that I've just received, it, it wants to bless you with more things to receive. Like, that's just how it works.
0: A hundred percent. I really love the study here as well, because I love the kind of like energy side and the manifestation and the more spiritual side. But I also love, you know, kind of just the very, uh, not so much scientific, but the kind of studies that have been done on things like this. And there was this um, amazing um, study where people um, notice certain things in a room and then they got asked to notice the other things in the room and they didn't. And it was a really good exemplification as well of how we tune out what we're not focusing on. So actually, even just when you start to tune in and notice these things that may have been happening without you even noticing, you can tune in and then you're building on those positive emotions as well around them. You're having that ripple effect and you're really tapping into that energy of what's already there and what's already available for you. So I think it's beautiful just to, yeah, just to be able to consciously sway our awareness to these things as well and notice how fortunate and incredible and lucky and blessed we all are already.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want you to just highlight and share for the listener, like what your life does look like right now. Like you took, and I want to talk about these leaps, you took a leap even during COVID and like, didn't you kind of just start living a nomadic lifestyle and now- You've got this beautiful home that you've created on the other side of the world. Like, talk to us about that. Be the shining example of what's possible.
0: Well, I felt like you're a shining example of this as well, babe. So, um, two, two English girls in the U.S. In my sweatpants right now with bags under my eyes, but thanks, babe. It's normally, <laughs> I mean, it's normally the way, babe. I think, <laughs> I think I'm normally in my leggings, so yeah. it's all good. Um, yeah, so... I mean, there was a series of leaps that occurred. I had wanted to move out of the UK for quite a while, but my husband, he ran a business base in the UK and he couldn't leave. He had a big team. There was just a lot of commitments there. And we actually, we went to Mexico and we did a Temezcal, which is a sweat lodge ceremony. And we went through this Temezcal and every time I've done Temezcal, something shifts. And something really big shifted for him. And when we got back the next day, he he came home from work and said, I've left my business. <laughs> I was like, sorry, what? And he was like, I've left. And I was like... Oh, oh okay then you know it just very we'd had years of these discussions and then just all of a sudden this like I've left I'm leaving like let's wow. go explore the world together and I was like amazing okay brilliant so we we actually went to LA because we were like LA looks like a cool place maybe we'd like to live there mm. and whilst we we're in LA the world went into lockdown so oh, wow. we returned to LA um the UK lockdown a week later we had flights to Bali booked you know we had all our travel mm. booked and we just just watched the flights get canceled, yeah. lockdown get continued. So we'd been there for a little, I say a little while, I think it was about six weeks, but we, we did a while. And then we we knew that Mexico was open yeah. and we had some friends that had gone over there because they were due to be going to Costa Rica, but Mexico was kind of um, the closest place they could get to. So we packed up our suitcases. we We booked two flights and we took a one way ticket out of the UK to Mexico um, during what was a very turbulent time. Really, um, I, w- I would like to point out we both broke no rules. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We, were in, we were in line with all the um, the restrictions and all the yeah. rest of it, but you know we went and we moved to Mexico in in the middle of the pandemic, and it was just uh, it was a very a very grateful for that time. Mexico was incredible. We got to connect with lots of incredible people who continue to circle back into our lives. Actually. Um, and I actually met someone when I was there and who lived in Miami. So being in Mexico, we, we don't know where to go next. Um, Costa Rica, our friends are moving to, and they say, why don't you move to Costa Rica? And we were like, why not? We don't know where else we're going to move to, so let's go to Costa Rica. So wow. we go to Costa Rica. We stay in Costa Rica for six months. But in that time, we weren't meant to stay that long. Um, but everything in the UK kept shifting quite a lot. So we... Yeah we needed to do a kind of a, a trip to just to kind of grab some bits so for context like, say, like
1: did you leave your house behind like yeah. did you just leave like, everything did you just just leave <laughs> yeah so the first
0: time we literally just left we literally just left we just packed up our stuff and we left and we left for 3 months but then in the in between after mexico we were like Because I think for Jake, to be fair to him, like I was definitely on like, I want to live abroad for him. He needed time to, to uncover if that was what he wanted to do. So we went back to the UK for a couple of weeks and it was in that time he was like, I don't want to come back here. Let's go. And we packed up our flat and just got it ready to be Airbnb'd and rented out. So we started to initially Airbnb'd it, then we, we got a tenant. So they, they were a full-time tenant. And, um, yeah, we just left all our stuff and we, and we just kind of went and, but anyway, we're in Costa Rica longer than we expected. And, and you can't get some very basic things there. You know, it's, it's proper jungle. So you can't get, wow. the, you can't get like, maybe the, I'm not gonna lie, some of the bougie toiletries I was kind of used to, like these yeah. kinds of things. So we thought, well, we'll do a quick trip to the U.S., grab some bits and then come back. And we, we came to Miami and I, I thought I was going to hate Miami. I just had this image of this like, right party very I don't know I just didn't have a good image of it yeah yeah like proper south beach vibes yeah. got here and was like I am obsessed I love it it's like water tropical vibes jungle mm. but also you've got city you've got uber and you've got amazon I was like <laughs> this is my dream this is the dream yeah. um yeah. so then we went on a whole process of getting a visa to come here which mm. again was just like a
1: huge leap of faith a huge
0: manifestation
1: i good for you for manifesting that because I fully understand the process. Mm-hmm. I've been through it basically three times and now I I'm, I'm have my permanent residency, but just yeah. like, wow, like I'm like in awe that you guys did that and process that and got that because that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was,
0: it was definitely one of my biggest manifestations to date. Mine too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it takes a lot out of you. And I think not mm-hmm. a lot of people know this unless they've been through a visa process. Cause we kept saying to friends, like this is actually one of the most stressful times of our lives. So, so, yeah. And, and no one really gets it until they've gone through what could be stressful, but you're so ungrounded because yeah. you're kind of in between places and you're waiting for
1: someone to decide mm-hmm. your fate. It's Mm -hmm. just an incredibly nerve-wracking time. You can't just like move to the US, people. Sorry to break it to you. No, no.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's the irony as well. I remember when we got this message that we were meant to be in Miami. I was like, universe, I was like, could you not have granted me somewhere with an easier (laughs) process to actually come and live? Like you picked one of the hardest places in the world to come live. Yeah,
1: but you did it
0: yeah we did it we were very supported all these miracles came in which was just insane to Mm -hmm. support us being here and um yeah I'm super I'm super grateful we're here now
1: and how do you feel living in Miami now do you feel grounded there Oh my God.
0: I'm so happy. Like we have this amazing apartment that overlooks the water. It's like mm. huge windows. You know, our apartment block is like basically like living in a five-star bougie hotel. It's wow. insane. And, um, the energy here is so good. Like I actually spoke to a friend the other day, a mutual friend of ours. And she was like, Miami's like millionaire energy. And I was like, I feel that, you know, it's, yeah. but it's also not, um, it doesn't have the rat race energy, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have that kind of hustle and burnout mentality. It feels like people want to enjoy life here. Yeah. And I really love that energy of enjoying life. It feels like very happy and very light and playful and incredible yeah. to be in.
1: Yeah. My husband and I are going to have to come over and like yeah. test out that energy for sure. <laughs> yeah. I
0: like, love this. Please do. Yeah. We've got we've
1: got the spare, spare. <laughs> bed now as well. So you're welcome to come stay love it well you really definitely show what is possible when you take that leap of faith so to round things off what would be just the message on your heart to somebody that knows there is a leap that they need to take it may not be moving to costa rica it may not be moving to the us it may be starting their own business or getting out of that relationship or saying yes to that date who knows what it is what would what would be your message about taking those leaps Am I allowed to swear? Yes, 100%. It's an unprofit podcast. (laughs)
0: Um, So just fucking do it. (laughs) That would be be the biggest thing. I think we can overthink these things. And I think be Mm. prepared that it's not always going to be an easy journey. I think there's a belief that if something is in alignment and if something's meant for you, that everything just flows with ease. No, no, no. The universe tests you. You know, It gives Mm. you all these like hero's journey type trials to move through um but just do it you've just got to take steps towards it and then just trust yourself that you can face whatever resistance you you come across and then keep the vision bigger than that
1: and that the feeling of taking the leap has been placed on your heart for a reason or else why would it be there
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent
1: amazing this has been a beautiful conversation and I can't wait I'm going to see you in person in like less than a week actually I'm so excited (laughs) so excited So where can they, other than obviously, if they're listening before April 9th, come to our event in LA, um, where can they find you and learn more about you? Well, I'd love to hang
0: out with you in LA next Mm -hmm. Saturday. So if you can make that, Mm -hmm. please do. But the rest of the time, I'm on Instagram probably more than I should be. So I I am Alexandria Maria. Um, I tend to be hanging
1: out there amazing so go follow her go drop her a DM and let both of us know that you listened to this episode by tagging both of us because we love to know whatever your takeaways were from just this beautiful conversation thank you and I hope you go and rest and recuperate because you've got a big weekend next week <laughs> yeah
0: you too mama to be as well go, go take some Friday Friday afternoon vibes off I'm gonna go
1: make a big bowl of pasta because that's the current craving and then I'm gonna go have a facial so no, not oh, too bad
0: absolutely <laughs> dream babe I love it amazing
1: yeah. amazing talk to you soon bye bye if you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. <laughs> so I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.